and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Nicholas. And on this particular podcast, we will be recapping the challenge season 34, War of the Worlds 2, episode 13, D-Day. I wonder if this is going to be about a specific challenger. No. What? No way. D-Day. Um, before we get into that, guys, yesterday was Nick's birthday. Oh my God, it was. Nick is now the right 29, baby. <laughs> when will I turn 30? It's been like five years. Listen, folks, don't worry about me. I'm doing fine, okay? But you can send all of your gifts to... In the form of a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app, because we're trying to get to 100 by the end of the year. And Nick, what would you like? Is there anything that you would like more than a five-star review? Uh, Yes, one thing. A five-star review with a very nice little something-something said right under there in that little comment box, baby. Yeah, and we've been getting some really nice one, guys, especially after the engagement episode. Thank you guys so much. Thank you to the person who told us that we uh, our pacing is perfect and that we shouldn't change our pacing, a la my dad's suggestion. Yeah, I really appreciate that support. Um, Yeah, we're not going to change our pacing. We are going to continue to talk over one another. (laughs) Now let's get into it. Last um, episode ended with Tori sending Jenny home, and this episode ends as they're filing. I mean, this episode begins as they're filing back into the house, our challengers. Jenny has gone home. Rogan and Joss and CT have been exposed for their D, um, their their scheme to get D voted in. And Kaylee goes through her alliance, which is something that is almost becoming predictable at this point in this season. I have not seen so many talking heads where people are going, these are people in my alliance, boom, 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 boom. These are people in the other alliance, boom, boom. I mean, that is happening every episode. Yeah, I almost feel like uh, people are prompting them to say that stuff, right? Because it's so confusing, possibly. Um, also, like, uh, there was, like, the alliances seem to, uh, the lines have been, were drawn, like, after episode two, like. I think that half of the lines were drawn, and I think some people truly had no idea that lines were being drawn. That's true. That is I also mean, true. I mean, Ginny seemed completely in the dark until she got sent home. Yes, you're right. So, Tori is sent home. Ginny. Tori is, of course, on the UK team. Ginny is on the UK team. Kaylee is on the UK team. She's going through her alliance. Then Josh goes through his alliance. He's on the US team. And and his alliance is basically him, Nani, Zach, Tori, and Jordan. Definitely the smaller numbers wise. And also the team that probably doesn't really have as much communication as they'd want because they never uh, were supposed to be an alliance. They kind of were forced into this situation. They didn't realize it. They just kind of fell into being an alliance when they realized everyone else was in an alliance. They're, they're the alliance of misfit challengers. They are all sort of connected in some way to Johnny. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I no. was thinking Zach and Nani, Jordan. I guess Jordan and Johnny hate each other. Jordan and Johnny aren't aligned together. They were fighting in the beginning of this. You know, Tori's not going to align with Johnny. And it's then, fascinating. And then you have Josh, who who knows what Josh is up to. I thought he was on Polly's side, but he's crying he, out loud. He's not. He's definitely on Nani's side. That's for sure. Then we see Tori talking to Jordan about her experience in the elimination. Thank God these two have each other. Yes, they like to sit on like a couch in the living room and kind of really enjoy one another. I've noticed a few of these scenes that where they're not like in a bunk bed. Yeah. It seems like, uh, I guess because they aren't in the same room. 
and it maybe is weird uh, to be in a room with the people that are in the room with each with you know wherever maybe where they're rooming they don't feel safe is what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe this is like a little room in the house that they get get some privacy in. They do seem to pick one couch where they kind of canoodle yeah. and get sweet with one another. Yeah. That brings us to the UK bunks. Kaylee is leading a conversation among her alliance. CT, Rogan, Joss, and D are all kind of spread out throughout the bunks, and they are having a conversation. They want to clear the air about what happened with D, about this secret scheme to get D thrown in because. I guess she's the weakest player on the UK team. I it think seems that was to be the argument. all about swimming is the argument. Yeah, it seems to be all about swimming. It seems that they think she's the weakest player. In my opinion, from my vantage point as a viewer sitting on her couch, not having to compete at all, I would say Rogan wants his new girlfriend out of the house. What do you think? I think that there is a lot of that, but there also is a lot of maybe, yeah, she is going to be weighing us down, so we should get rid of her. But these are the same people that said they would carry Kaylee across the finish line. Maybe they feel like they can't carry D. Interesting. D's crying, okay? Rogan is saying, "Don't be surprised by these comments. You know all of this. You we train, you know all of this." Then D hits him with all of her accomplishments from last season loved this she's like was west the only one who made the tribunal five times in a row was west the only one and she just goes through all of her achievements from last season and she goes did you even watch it and rogan said i didn't watch it yeah he says he did not watch it <laughs> yeah i mean if you look around i mean his accomplishment her accomplishments like trump most of the people in that alliance at least on Everyone that, on that side ct and joss i mean definitely but kaylee definitely to, rogan i'm talking about Last season, CT got yeah. thrown off episode two. She beat the she, shit out of CT last season. So true. As far as the amount of times that CT has been in a in a uh, on a season with D, D has crushed CT. Yeah. Because that one, he leaves the first episode, and two, like we're coming to the end of the season, and they're still both here. So she's still up on CT as far as those two going back and forth. So really, I mean, this was a smart move to do uh, to kind of, I don't know. Uh, at least show the viewers at home who maybe have forgotten who D actually is, which yeah. is, a, is a tough competitor. She's and tough. She took a really b bad, I, I think she had one or two bad episodes last season that involved water that gave yeah. her like that dreaded uh, scarlet letter of a person who can't swim and is on the challenge. Joss says, this needs to be aired. And then in an interview, he goes, I hope she learns to swim. This brings us to couples cuddling in the bunks. Cam and Leroy are cuddling. Oh, who's there? Cara and Polly also cuddling five feet away. This scene disgusted me. Um, disgusted me. I, uh, the fact that Cam and Leroy are getting like so like cuddly, cuddly in this scene, and then right across the bunk, you just have Polly and Cara like smiling and, and watching them. And being like, you guys are the star couple. You're it's the you. it couple. You're, You're the, the it, it couple. couple. And then they're like, no, we're not the it couple. And like, yeah, yeah, you are. Look at you guys over there. Mm, looking like a real tasty snack for us. To like, they just seemed creepy. I don't know what was going on. I don't get the relationship. Also, Kara, do us a favor. Don't smile this season. Like, I don't want to see you smile. Your smile is so creepy because you're so sad and angry throughout the entire rest of the show that when you do crack a smile when you're in your weird little bunk bed, like in particular this scene, it gives me the 
fucking chills, like in a bad way, you know? I'm getting fucking chills down my spine, like, ooh, put those teeth away. What are you doing, creepy Kara? Oh, my God. Seriously. No, she's you're like, right. Something does seem it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. Like, especially here. It's like, yeah, you guys are the it couple. I know. Look at you over there. Mm-hmm. It was interesting. Like, oh, no. I realized, like, it, I, I could watch Cam and Leroy be cute for sure. Like watch. I didn't them, like that in particular either. I, I really can watch didn't. them be cute. As soon as Cara and Polly entered, I was like, I want I want to get out of here. Why are they making me be in here? Get me out of this room. I would say at this point in the show, I'm not super sold on um on Cam's intentions with uh, Leroy. I just really uh, isn't. Like she claims that she's such like a politicking like genius, mad scientist. She clearly genius. likes Leroy. Uh, it's like I can't really tell at this point what? in the show whether or not she's doing this for some sort of security or she really oh likes the guy. I don't know. I don't know why they got back together. Because they love each other, it babe. It doesn't really make much sense to me. They were so off on one another on that reunion the last time I saw them. And then all of a sudden they come back and we don't see Game the change. reconnection. Yeah, I understand that. And I'm not going to say that that's not 100% what's going on here. But I am saying that there are doubts in my mind. And so when I see this, I can't really enjoy this in like a cute romantic way. Uh, I kind of just have suspicions. You have to in a game like this, especially this down the line, especially on an alliance so cutthroat as this alliance. And then to boot, who they got creeping on them. You know what I mean? I can't trust anybody with the two creeps, creepy eyes, (laughs) two pairs of creepy eyes staring let's move on that brings us to the daily it's called puzzling swim there are two platforms and um each team will swim out uh okay it's confusing the the rules are confusing but basically you got to swim out grab a thing swim back open a padlock pull down a scroll solve a riddle Okay, that's basically (laughs) how it goes. And um, the team has to go in pairs. So it'll be uh, it's a gender it's genderized pairs, um, man, woman pairs. And they swim out to a platform. They grab like a little ball and they come back. And then when all these little balls have been grabbed, they can unlock the thing. Okay, why is this important? Because the slowest couple on 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 of all the teams will go home. It's a purge, folks. It's a purge. Wow. The slowest couple on on either team will go home. And this isn't just a purge. This is a purge that only tests swimming. Okay? I have a gripe with this. If you're going to purge people, it should be multi-tiered. You should be testing other skills, not just one. This is completely 100% swimming-based. You know, and it's it, it's wild that the chips fell where they fell here um, because we're coming off an entire episode. An entire buildup. Where uh, it's Kendi swim, Kendi swim, mm-hmm. Kendi swim. They end up keeping D. And now the following daily is a swimming daily in which if a couple does not swim well enough, they are going to go home. So not only is D going to have to test whether or not she can swim with the best of them, but she's going to have another player attached to her. Who is that player going to be? Well, guess what, folks? We have to choose. They just have to Ooh, randomly choose. Like, once again, we're in this world in which there are no rule. Like, you're left to your own devices in this show so much more 
than other seasons. There's no coin flipping. There's no straw pulling. There's no odds and evens. There's no rock, paper, scissors. It's look around, find a partner. Okay, and so that comes. Uh, there, there's some backlash here. I, I would say, in on, um, as far as our viewing goes, based on what happens with the Americans. But what we're talking about right now, Dean needs to find somebody to swim with her ass. And the thing is, is that one of the males on the UK team is is not going to have a partner. And so it comes down. Uh, of course, Tori and Jordan pair up immediately. Yeah. Boom! Right away. Obviously. Then Kaylee and Joss pair up immediately. So now it's CT and Rogan and D, and one of them has to swim with D. And CT and Rogan are arguing about it. Well, it's not even that. So I mean, this is huge because the other person, if you're not going to swim with D. Then you get to swim alone. That's what I just said. I know, but I'm just saying like... I said that it was exact words. You get to swim alone, and so it comes down to CT and Rogan having to decide who swims with D. Yeah, but it's not even having to swim with D. I would want to swim alone regardless. You don't have enough... You're just dealing with yourself. You'd have to deal with yourself regardless even if you had a partner. You know what I mean? So the idea of just swimming alone is an exciting one on a purge challenge. But the fact that it's not only it's like you either can swim alone, which is the best case scenario, or you could swim with a goddamn anchor, which is the worst case scenario. I mean, right here, you think there would be like, hey, you guys can't make a decision. TJ comes in. He flips a coin. No, that's not how it goes. You got CT and Rogan like pulling themselves off to the side and just literally looking at each other being like, fuck you, man. This is your girlfriend. Nah, yeah. man. I- I'm not swimming with her. Come on, it's you. do it for me. No, <laughs> you've done this to yourself. You have to do it. Base- what was Rogan? I understand. CT basically looked at him and was like, listen, we could have cut her weeks ago. But yeah. you want- this is your problem. This is your mess. You got to deal with that. Like, that's literally what he's saying. Yeah. Like, And what was Rogan's defense? Like, how what was how was he trying to get CT to take her? I think he was kind of like, just help me out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just really need you're a better swimmer than me just help me out I mean it was uh it was wild times over there on the UK team and but... I don't know if that's what Rogan was saying that's just what I was and um, then eventually inferring. like they're so like clearly like fighting under their breath but like everybody could see it like right there in front of D but like they have like their shoulders like turned off so like it's almost like as this D can't find out but like he's like look he's like watching them like be like no D sucks you take her no D sucks you take her and then eventually Rogan is chosen reals like realizes he can't convince ct and so he turns around and he looks at like dean he's like d baby it's me and you come on we're gonna do this they get in a fight and then they're arguing (laughs) and he's like crying rogan is like but i i'm sacrificing myself for you just assuming that they're gonna go home right right i'm sacrificing myself for you before this happens though moments before this happens um, we TJ tells the teams that because the women have the U.S. team has more women, there's some sort of imbalance. One of the women will sit out on the U.S. teams, and everyone agrees that should be Ninja because she's a bad swimmer. And then Zach gives a speech. Zach gives uh, uh g- gives it to Ninja. Zach hates Ninja. Does not like Ninja. We've seen Ninja. We've seen Zach belittle Ninja multiple times on this season, um, and uh, a lot of it having to do with water. 
And basically looking at her. Now, he says half this. I can't really remember. But he says half of this to her face in, in the group. And then half of this in the interview. What he says up. to her face is basically, he ba- you yeah. are sitting out of this. And you have to understand that you're putting every one of these girls necks in a guillotine. Because what you're doing is you're making it. Because you are so bad and so weak at this. You are making us have to protect you so our team doesn't hurt. And by doing so, you are taking away an, a chance from your fellow teammates. And he's like, you see why I'm hard on you? He's basically like, you see why we, why we, why you need to swim? Do you see how this comes down to this? Like kind of teaching her like a shitty lesson. And then in the interview, which I, he, he must hate her. Yeah, he must. Because she must go to the final. That be, be, this is and he must not. I, I'm trying to put things together here based on interviews. Like Zach is seething in his interview, and his interview, he says he ups the ante a little bit more and goes like, "Ninja disgusts me." Basically, that she, you could tell that she's not remorseful at all. She didn't give a shit that she's sitting out, and and everybody else has to have their heads on the chopping block. All these better challengers than her. Everything comes down really when you boil down all the critiques. I feel like with Ninja, people think she's a bad teammate. Yeah, people just don't really uh, like her, and they seem to be annoyed by her, and they don't like her. And I, I couldn't really tell that on 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 War of the Worlds one. I really couldn't tell that. People, I don't know. I, that I she still was, like her. <laughs> she was super annoying. I will say on this season. Yeah. I find, I, I, especially this episode, even though I'm go check the tapes, folks. I'm not a big Zach fan. Um, I. <laughs> Almost agree with him a little bit just based on the fact that of like how how she's kind of she seems to be coasting and she found herself on this alliance some way, somehow, like seriously, like how'd she get on this alliance? You know what I mean? Everybody else is like has like a connection to like has been around a little longer. How'd she find herself on this alliance? Like who's her buddy that got her on this alliance? Is it Polly? Were they buds? Weren't they partnered up in last season? No. Because Kara and Theo and Wes and Dee, and it was Polly and Ninja. Was it Polly and Ninja? Oh, is that how? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot that. That's how. And I also think she actually did a lot for this alliance. I mean, her sending Laurel home arguably changed the tide of this season. If Laurel had stayed, it would be a completely different show. I mean, that was on a pure technicality, though. Yeah, but she was smart enough to figure it out in that moment. I understand. I'm I'm not. You're not going to get me to want to like this side of the the alliance. Uh, And and she's, unfortunately, she's getting painted with that brush. She is. She is. And I, I, you know, I'm actually... I'm indifferent to most of the people on the show at this point. But I, I want to point something out about this daily, which is that all of the dailies. Um, I want to say this right now oh really my quick. God. I'm sorry Nick, for cutting I you off. I was just about to Be- launch into I something. I know, but I want to say this right now. I, at this point of watching this show, can't, can't, can't be brought to pull for anybody on this Cara Polly alliance it's impossible uh, up until this very point I was like I'm pretty much done with this I I'm I'm disgusted by the show there's not uh an enjoyable moment left on this show remember that I said that so um you know you and I were watching this and I'm kind of like pissed that just they just decide that Ninja gets to sit out. It just seems unfair that there's a purge and that she's just safe. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, how can you have a purge and then just one player is safe because they can't swim well? It seems wrong. 
And, um, you know, we got a, someone tweeted at us, uh, Mike, shout out to Mike, who is what a up, Mike? Reality Blows uh, longtime listener and commentator. Longtime blowhard. Yeah. Thanks for that inside information from the challenge event you went to. If you go to another one, you we need to a full report, okay? Yeah, what's going on with them uh, Spartan <laughs> games? Um, but... He pointed out, he was like, listen, this isn't fair. You know, if you're, there's a purge, one person gets to sit out. Like, what the fuck is going on? And that's how I feel. But Nick, you were kind of like, eh, I kind of like it because it adds drama. You're like, I, I like that it adds circumstance. You know, it gives the, everything a little texture. It, it creates controversy. I want to see the fallout. You want to see the fallout. You're interested in the fallout. And then I realized this whole season, the only dailies that have been interesting are ones that have had fallout. So the dailies themselves that are just pure physical or just like we're running here, we're stacking a totem pole here, or we're doing this, we're getting a ball out of mud, whatever, they've been kind of boring. But the ones like we are carrying this idol down the river and it keeps falling and everyone's screaming at each other that was an interesting daily this yeah. one is an interesting daily yeah. the ones with the controversy are the interesting ones um so that i don't know if that's just the nature of this season or if that's just like the challenge audience changing and me i don't know do you have any thoughts um no i think that the real it's been it's been hard to latch on to these dailies, because I think ultimately we know that it uh, it's not going to mean much. Yeah, yeah, we, that's true. You know, there's no excitement because it's like they have it all buttoned up on either side of the game, and it's like no matter who wins, who loses, they can make it work in their favor. And which is why this purge is so it's exciting. exciting. It's it the means first time it's, it's coming down to it's, physical ability. It's coming down to performance, folks. Yeah, Tori and Jordan go. They smoke it. I think we need to say before. Um, so Ninja Natalie sits out. Yeah. So the other people on this team, it's not like the Americans are full of great swimmers. Right. Because we have two people. We have namely Leroy, who has infamously for, bad swimmer for 20 years on this show, been knocked for his swimming. And, and this has been the bane of his challenge existence. And Cam, although she's a newer player, it's come out, I guess, this season. I don't really remember this being something about her last season, but... Maybe there just hasn't been so many swim situations where she is not so in. She is uh, not not as much as a competent swimmer as the She's rest of the people. She's a mediocre swimmer. So they partner up because obviously they right? got a romance. They got a romance, and they're gonna going. have each other's back. And there it seems to be. Uh, you look at these two people's faces once Ninja sits out, and you realize it's it's Cam's going. And now it's up to Leroy and Cam to not let each other down. And then you got to know that, hey, Leroy has uh, has played almost a flawless game. He really, this has been the Leroy season. It We're watching has. a Leroy season right now. Yeah. I mean, this is, yeah, you can pretend like this is a Cara Pauly season. You can pretend like this is a Tory Jordan season. This is a Leroy season. And now we're seeing this on a fucking purge on the worst thing that could possibly happen for Leroy. This is a swimming purge. Not only that, it's not like you're going to be dragged by Polly or something. You got Cam, the love of your goddamn life, who unfortunately also isn't a really big swimmer. Now you guys are, are both trying to win this, but you also mm. don't want to lose it for your loved one. Mm. There's so much stress and so much pressure here. And when you look at the two of their faces, there's no there is no fun happening. This in their is faces. real life shit. Real life stress. Real life stress. Real life drama. Real life situation. I mean, Leroy has made some 
questionable moves throughout this season to get to the point where he is at now and to go home because he can't swim. Oh, it's wild. It would be Tennessee Williams couldn't pin something more tragic. Who is that? He's a playwright. Oh, okay. Um, okay, let's go ahead and, uh, well, he wasn't on, uh, Real World, uh, San no. Diego. <laughs> okay, uh. I just want to, I want to blast this, through yeah, all the couples blast through real them, quick. Blast through them. Tori and Jordan, they go, uh, and they kill it. They're great. Great teamwork. Work together. Get there. Get back. Kara and Polly go. Kara's freaking out the whole time. She's, like, moaning and yelling. And, and then Polly, they get back on the platform and Polly snaps at her, like, next time we have a pool in the house, you need to swim every day. And uh, the way Ashley said it was not how Polly said it. Oh. It was like, we're going to have the pool in the house and we're going to swim every day. It was, like, such a, like, abusive, like, I'm your daddy. I'm going to force you to practice tap dancing in the attic. It's so weird. Like, these couples, you know, they really go two ways. Like, either just, like, working together and being supportive or just turning against each other and belittling each other. Oh, but but we didn't even talk about like there there's like also like uh I mean I don't want to throw this around like um you know flippantly but um there was like an abused like reaction, pre-reaction, pre-action that Kara had here. That threw a couple of red flags in the air. Okay, I don't I'm just, know. Hey, listen, I don't have any connection to any of these people. I rarely look at their Instagrams anymore. Yeah, I'll what are you my, talking uh, about? Fiance telling me not to do this, but yeah, you can't look. So at I don't know. Maybe they are still. They seem like they're together. They seem pretty happy. Cara and Polly. I don't know what the hell really goes on with them. But when Cara realized that, when Polly looked at Cara and was like, "Okay, Cara, you're gonna be my partner." Cara was like, "Are Are you sure?" And Polly's like, "Yeah, you'll be my partner. We'll just swim really hard. We'll swim really hard." And then Cara's like. I don't know, Polly. Uh, and then you get in the interview, and she's like, I just don't want to let Polly down. And it's like, am I going to be a good swimmer or not? Like, she was so afraid mm. of the wrath of letting Polly down. Yeah. And at this moment, before the swim, I'm going, oh, she's being like, she wants him to win more than she wants to win, which I guess is kind of sweet. Yeah. But then when you see that she's really not a good swimmer and the way Polly's reacting towards her swimming, and it wasn't like at the end she was like, I'm sorry for going slow. And Polly was like, it's all right, baby. We'll figure it out. It was like, I'm sorry for going slow. And he's like, we're going to fucking pool and you're going to swim every fucking day. Like this like mm. wrath of Polly. And it was like you hadn't seen that a lot on this show. And then it gives you just like, peels back a little bit on what goes on in the stress of wanting to win this game being with Polly. And it's not about car. It's about Polly winning. You know what I mean? Like yeah. car is like, I'll just go stay over here and you, I, I don't want to really screw want your Polly game up. To have a win. This is so, it, 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 this must be such a fucking albatross on the two of their backs of uh, Polly getting to become a champion finally. And being one of these people, even though he's only been on the show a couple of seasons, but he carries himself like he deserves to be a champ. And if he doesn't get that champ, then that means he's not worth anything, you know? And she knows this, and it's like, oh, my God, it's it's wild. And I really... The, these people are insane on this show at this point, and you can tell. Yeah. The, it, 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 there's cracks in the facade. Yeah. Um, her falling, her flopping onto the platform, and then 
like just so defeated and then the moans from the swimming i was like what is happening so apparently during this swim Kara is like feels like her chest won't can't open up and she can't get enough air in i've had that feeling before but what is on that a roller coaster you've had that feeling. yes but like what, what what's going on here is this based on she's panicking she's panicking anxiety she's yeah. panicking she's panicking and she has on a life vest yeah so any constriction and just then you know water there's going to be water pressure against your body so it's like that that is happening you know so i don't know it was it was upsetting to watch next up um zach and ashley getting along loved this i love this too because i just really i like how you know ashley bothers me a little bit well she's on the wrong side of history in this uh in this game and it's hard for me not to always pull for Ashley. you love her i love her too but like she annoys me a little bit like i i kind of feel like sometimes she's not a great person i don't know what's going on with her yeah there's some questionable moves but she she is entertaining she entertained me a couple times in this episode one of them was here i liked in her interview where she was like zach's being nice to me and like being encouraging me and like buttering me up and doing everything that i like to hear like i just like how like unabashedly uh, how how she was not afraid to be like, I want somebody to just continue to tell me I'm the best, I'm the best. Yeah. And like, that'll help me. And that's what he was doing. And that's and what was he was great. doing. And she and like, she just seems so pleased with the fact that he's like, he was lying to me, telling me that I was yeah. so good and yeah. encouraging and like pretending that he's not a mean guy who's a verbally abusive. And I'll tell you what, I just loved it. I mean, this is wild, This these two. Remember when he was partners with Amanda and hated Ashley and was constantly like yelling at Ashley? I think he, he has learned he has at least he's learned grown, right? a little bit. He has or at is least it an edit. No, I, no, no. I need to know. He's grown, but in a selfish way. He has learned through watching this show and getting a lot of feedback from a lot of people by being like, you know, when I have a partner who's a female, what I probably shouldn't do is be verbally abusive to them during our competition because that makes them shut down. Yeah. Now, during bat- folks, a long time challenge heads. Uh, do you guys remember when we saw this the first time? This was Battle of the Seasons, okay, when their season competed with one another, and there was Amanda and Frank and um, Zach, and then there was the woman who was, like, smaller who was on their season. She was kind of like a runt, kind of. And Frank and Zach verbally, and then some in some challenges, physically abused this woman. Jesus. To a point of her being in tears a lot on the show. Do you guys oh, remember God. that? Like they're running through the desert and like Frank and like Zach are like pushing her. Ugh. Like because she's not running fast enough, like pushing her back. She's like, do you guys remember that? Like he has come a long way to this Zach. We can agree. Is he a guy that w- is uh, safe to bring around your uh, uh, SJW friends yet? I don't think so. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know that he's gone full. I don't think he's gone full um, Elizabeth Warren yet, but he's not the guy who's, I think he's not going to physically push his female competitors. I think he's at least grown uh, in that aspect. Uh, another little, uh, um, another couple that I really enjoyed were Josh and Nani. I loved them so much. I love Josh. He's a great addition to the show. Okay. He's not like the other men on the challenge. He's not Josh, part- you're not like the other boys. He's not. All these other men, you know, seem to be part of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They seem like men's rights activists. Toxic masculinity <laughs> is 
seems rampant. <laughs> and, and Josh seems house. like a sweet, sensitive boy. Josh is a who gives good great boy. Hu- hugs. <laughs> I love Josh. Listen, we love Josh in this house. All I right? love Josh. I love his. I loved his support of Amanda, and I love his support of Nani. Okay, sure, I didn't. I was a little on the fence earlier this season. I have come around. Sure, it's clear that Josh most definitely just falls in love with any girl that talks to him in the house like and he gets puppy dog guys around them and sure the one thing that he says over and over again is this girl's got no quit in her over yeah, and over again this girl's really... got no quit in her this girl's got no quit in her she's got I love, zero I love quit because she's got zero quit and she's got no quit in her and, she's also and she'll no never give quit. up She'll there's, never give up there's zero this in girl, her heart that girl never give up she's got no quit and she's got no quit in her and you know what Josh we love you we love you Josh you know what? You've been a you've been a light spot and uh, all season. You I need brought some, some Josh, bright, man. I I, I need some Josh. Um, but this is so cute. He picks Nani, and Nani's like, "Thank God, Josh picked me because he's a great swimmer." They um, th- when they're swimming, he has her latch onto his life vest, and he just kind of pulls her in. I mean, it, this was uh, fun and good hearted. They are at the same time. They are going with um, Joss. And Kaylee, who seem to be struggling, Kaylee in particular, she's having a hard time. There are two sets of couples that we see swimming at the t- same time. We see Leroy and Cam, and we see Dee and Rogan swimming. And this is important because Leroy and Cam have a head start, and Dee and Rogan eventually pass them. And that's big because Dee passing them means that she's not the worst swimmer on this season of the challenge. And then we see, uh, then we have this Josh Nani and Joss Kaylee situation. And I see when, when Nani grabs onto Josh's life vest, why doesn't Joss do that with Kaylee? I was confused by that. Why wouldn't you see this is working? Instead, Joss, I think, just kind of leaves Kaylee and goes to the platform. It, it and makes no sense to leave your player. Zero sense. Um, who's struggling. Like it really doesn't. You can if you're a really strong swimmer and your partner isn't. There are ways that you could help them, and it seems like Joss was doing that a little bit, and Kaylee was because Kaylee was kind of keeping up, and then Kaylee started falling back, and it was like, uh oh, uh, and Josh just kind of flamed her out, man. Just showed up on that on that platform, put his little idol, hung it up, and just waited. And, yeah, and talked shit at the fucking dock with everybody else. So then they have uh, everybody gets up there. They unscroll their thingy me bobs. They've got a riddle to fiddle, uh, figure out to fiddle. I'll tell out. you what, they got a riddle to fiddle out, <laughs> folks. We all do. You first, what you do is you hang your thing up. You pull down your thingy me bob. Then you riddle your fiddle out. You fiddle your riddle. <laughs> I think the riddle was like, um, if it's you, <laughs> stop laughing at me. They have to fiddle their riddle out. <laughs> the riddle is. You know, it's uh, it's usually it's below you. If you take one letter away, it's five letters and it's below you. If you take one letter away, it's a it's above you. If you take two letters away, it's invisible or something. Yes. Like yeah, that. that's it. And this team just, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's because of Ashley, who um, thinks the invisible thing is air. She's like, yes. I feel like it's got to be air. So number one, she just throws air up on the board. And now they're all kind of looking around. UK still got nothing over there. Then all of a sudden, Polly's looking, Polly's looking, and then he just grabs two letters, throws them over there, grabs all the letters, puts them up on the board, and he puts the word chair down. Yeah. And so, boom, air horn goes, they win. So yeah. chair, think about it, folks. Chair is under you, right? It's five letters. You take the first letter away, it's above you because it's hair, right? Take the two first letters away, and then it's air, and it's visible. It's, so, boom. Yeah. Not that hard, but eh, good enough. I mean, I was trying to figure it out. I, I, I didn't get that... Uh, 
yet. So so then TJ goes, America won, great job. Then all the teams are standing there. He goes, uh, okay, sorry guys, one of the, the slowest pair has to go home right now. And the two pairs with the slowest time are Leroy and Cam and Joss and Kaylee. Wow, and Joss it- and Kaylee, because like, here's the thing. We're like trying to figure out like through like the way that they edited this shit and how it's paced out. We're trying to figure out these teams, and it's like... Um, I, they did. They played Josh, Joss, and Kaylee as one of the slow teams, very close to the vest. Yeah, because you know? I thought it was Leroy, KMD, I mean, and Rogan. Clearly, right? I yeah. mean, uh, and then also they they did so much with the Cara thing, so much with the Cara Polly so thing. So I'm like, God damn! I really at this point was thrown by the Joss and Kaylee thing. I mean, I guess I assumed at the t- at the very end of this. But... Yeah, and then and then TJ says, but. The pair that is eliminated, and then they cut to a freaking commercial, and Nick looks at me, and he goes, it's going to be someone else. They're going to be someone else on a technicality, because TJ said but. And so then I start freaking out, okay? I freaked out, I freaked out, I freaked out. Do you have anything to say before I announce what happened? No, I mean, it's just like the way he phrased it made us put some doubt in our minds. He said the two pairs with the slowest time are boom, boom, but the pair that is eliminated I was like, oh, yeah. my God, someone's going to go out. It's going to be Tori didn't touch the platform. Right. We thought there was okay? somebody didn't touch. Somebody didn't put the idol down. Yeah. La, 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 Someone la. ripped a thing or they took the wrong idol. When they come back from commercial and we find out who goes home, Ash. Joss and Kaylee. Wow, folks. Wow. Leroy breaks down and. Leroy breaks down and cries. Takes him, in his ar- takes him in her arms. Leroy is 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 crying from relief. Leroy is bawling his eyes out, folks. And this is the moment. That's why I said, remember, at that point uh, before this, I couldn't pull for anybody on this show or on this team. At this point, watching Leroy cry out of like pure stress and joy and relief. I'm back on the Leroy train, even though he's playing a dirty game to get himself there. Back on the Leroy train. This was the most heartwarming moment, the sweetest moment on the challenge in years. This was unbelievable. This is Emmy Award nomination. I had tears in my eyes 100%. I got all choked up. Yeah, 100 per fucking cent. I say that this is the scene that might have saved this season. I mean, really. And then Cam embracing him and then everybody kind of hugging Leroy. Oh, Leroy. I mean, he was just so relieved. I mean, it must be the most stressful moment in his life. Yeah. Realizing he's gotten this far. Uh, his swim is because he's he did not swim well in, no. the, in this challenge and his swim could have taken Cam out of this game. And instead, he overcame it. He, he beat Joss and Kaylee. I mean, wow. 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 Wild. But, I mean, not to mention you go on the other side. You can't be cheering so much. You got Joss and Kaylee who's on their alliance. But Joss, Joss is also play, crying. playing this fucking game as hard as he can, making a lot of decisions that he thinks that was going to benefit the team, and it comes down to a purge, and it comes down to leaving a layup on your team, Joss. I know. It's so hard knowing that Georgia, if she was there and she was Joss's partner, there's no way he would have gone home. Incredible she's swimmer. Like, she's like a, was like a lifeguard or something. Jenny, you don't think Jenny would have smoked that swim? Yeah, and wow. the fact that... Joss sent them home because Kaylee told him to. Yep, yep. And then now he is going home himself. Here's the thing. Joss is like crying. Joss is devastated. Yeah. Devastated. Kaylee doesn't seem to care. Kaylee has like that look in her eye like, oops, I ate the last cookie. Uh Uh-oh. What did I do? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, guys. I didn't know you didn't want me to tell everybody you guys kissed. Yeah, so I kind of- I didn't know. I feel like what's going on here is Joss trained his ass off for this. He wants to be a champion real bad. He wants to win 
real bad. And Kaylee wants to be on TV. You know, Kaylee's been on TV for like 10 years and she wants to continue to be on TV. She's very happy that she's on TV. I started wondering if Kaylee threw it for her best friend Cam. I because don't think she so. was just so flippant about losing. Yeah, I guess No, I think when you throw it, you get you get more into it. I think here this was telling, like the fact that she wasn't um, affected by it. I think when you're preparing to throw something, then you have yeah. the whole waterworks ready to go, you know. That's true. So you know how Cam does things. She pulled the wool over people's eyes a few seasons ago. Yeah. And uh, I believe Kaylee was involved in that when they first met and was like a big double cross. I mean, she's big on acting. You know what I mean? So, yeah, this was, What a, what a, Joss has, oh, he's just made mistakes. And I don't know, is it it that he plays for other people? He's not playing for himself. You know, I think about his season with Sylvia. They were supposed to be champs. What happened there? It's just... Joss is always a little, he's a little too short, too late. Too late and too short. Is that a phrase? Did I make that up? Yep. (sighs) Goodbye, Joss. Goodbye, Kaylee. TJ goes, U.S., you're the winners who speaks for your team. It's Ninja. TJ's like, you didn't even play. And Ninja's (laughs) like, yep. It's kind of weird, TJ. TJ hates everybody this season. Yeah, he's, he's annoyed. He's annoyed by everyone. Ninja picks Zach and Ashley. Back at the house, um, D is already just D's saying that she wants to get back at Rogan, but I don't know if I believe it. Um, Jogan is officially done. Done. Um, and we got now Rogan. What he does here is he has to have this post game with D, and he starts blaming like D's like seriously like who who was the person that wanted she, me out? She yeah. first goes, "Was it Pops? Did Pops want me out?" And I'm like, Pops. And it turns out they call CT Pops on that team. Love it. <laughs> Love that CT's being called Pops. Pops. They How want much Pops. older is he than them? Did Pop, was it Pops years? who wanted me out? And Rogan's like, no, it was Joss. It was, I couldn't believe I listened to him. Yeah, I know. And then he's in an interview. He's like, listen, I think Joss would uh, would be okay with me throwing him under the bus to get out of this whole D situation. God, what a slimy little snake. I mean, it's a real slime ball move, huh? Yeah. And it works, kind of. I can't believe D's falling for I know. it. It's Sorry, so D. You look like a big it's dumbass. It's shocking how Sorry, quickly D. she forgives him. That brings us to C. That brings us to nominations. They all sit down. CT's like, okay, all for Jordan. He's doing that, like, let's just get this shit started thing. CT and Rogan raise their hands. D does not raise her hand. She says, I'd like to say something. And then I think to myself, ooh, D, are you about to be a bad bitch? No, she's not. She yeah. says something about uh, the people who supported me didn't support me, and then these yeah. people supported it's like, who me. Gives and a shit, whatever. Like, but I'm still gonna I'm gonna stick with the people that I've stuck with and uh, vote for Jordan. Yeah, it's like, come on, D, grow a pair. She's like, I'm loyal to a fault. Loyal to a fault. Okay, D. Well, whatever. You're, made, you're you're being you're you're made to look like a fool on television. It's so. upsetting. I like I don't I don't want D to get this edit, but she's doing it to herself, unfortunately. Everybody leaves. Ninja takes this opportunity to, um, like, really, I don't know, scold Jordan. Yeah, it's it's a weird look. Do you have any regret in the way you've spoken to people this season? I mean, like, she's just sitting there in, in this. And immediately, Zach's like, why are you saying this to him? Yeah. Like, Zach gets very defensive on behalf of Jordan. Yeah. And Jordan, I mean, I, I don't feel bad for Jordan because Jordan does take this time to sort of continue his, like, 
his pompous attitude I towards mean, he's everybody. loving it. He's smiling. Yeah, he's like, yeah, well, guess what? You know, like, I wouldn't uh, that's say who anything I am. If and, I didn't have to. Yeah, he's like, yeah, if you walk around thinking you're the best and you're not the best, I'm going to tell you you're not the best. You know, Jordan loves, he eats these situations up. Yeah. And, you know, we get an interview from Zach being like, this is exactly how Jordan plays. He's never going to not play this way. And uh, he likes being in this position. And I, this is the second point in which um, shitty Ashley makes me laugh. Uh, where in her interview, she's just like so amused by Jordan because she's like, I fucking hate this guy, but I'm completely amused by his behavior and his attitude. Yeah. Like that's basically what she says. Like Jordan's annoying. I need his ass to go home right now, but it's really fun to watch him be shitty. Yeah. And uh, I enjoy it. And I like how she just unabashedly enjoys the shittiness, even though she can remove herself to yeah. understand that. Yeah. Jordan's being entertaining right now, even though I fucking hate this guy right now. So. That. So um, basically, I think they ask him who he wants to go against. He says Rogan. He said it'd be fun to go against Rogan. Yeah. Um, and then we see back at the house, Tori trying to hype up Jordan. That takes us to a commercial. When we come back out of the commercial, it's a night out. Leroy's giving a speech. Nani and Leroy and Cam are talking and being cute and being they're sweet. All, they're all best of friends. I now. love so it. This kid brought everybody together. Yeah, right? I think we're getting more. This is more. This is a, definitely a more comfortable episode to watch than hundred percent. Rogan, Knight, C, T, and D in a in a scene that I didn't fully understand. I guess he's like, I'm the last Brit, so I'm gonna knight them. D's loving it. Yeah. C, T seems like he's like, okay, I'll do this. All right, whatever, kid. Yeah, back at the house, Nani and Josh are having a heart-to-heart. They're so cute and sweet. Then it's the daytime, and Polly's complaining to CT um, about what it's like to work with Kara. And then, you know, it's interesting, because CT is like, she's a wild horse. Um, you know, CT's not going to talk shit about Kara, but he's also not going to tell Polly to shut up. He just calls Kara a wild horse, knowing Kara's going to love that. Yeah. But it's also saying to Polly, like, yeah, you can't really work with her. Uh, Kara, I don't know if it's here. It's probably at some other point, but they do. T- and I understand this in a way where she was like, you know, how like when you're on like a long car ride with your uh, road trip with your boyfriend or girlfriend, and then, like, you're kind of sick of them, and, like, you could at least get out of the car. It's like that here, but you can't get out of the car. Yeah. And so I, the, these people at this point, I imagine because CT is friends with Polly and Kara, he knows that it's important to have Polly be able to, like, vent a little bit um, yeah. in that situation. And that's yeah. what I think this scene is. Like, I'm uh, sure there's more Rogan, of this going on. We just don't see it. Rogan is there, too. It's just this. I'm just watching this. Like, why are all these boyfriends constantly questioning their girlfriends like what is going on and it's really i guess just d and cara that are being questioned constantly yeah and this jordan's episode, not sure. questioning tori i don't i didn't see Le- leroy questioning leroy cam. doesn't question cam that brings us to the elimination the proving ground it is going to be a tug of war style elimination and jordan has one hand he has one hand and they don't really talk about it at all on this season until right now. Not ever is it mentioned because it's this never moment. it's never it's never hindered him. He's not We're, he's been able to persevere no matter what on all of these challenges every season. Um, being at a handicap, I mean, you're 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 a challenger. You only have one goddamn hand. I mean, that's a crazy handicap. But and but it's he's not so, just one hand. I I want I want to. He doesn't have one hand, but in this game, he also loses the strength of an arm. 
Yeah. Because he doesn't have the hand to grip and then use that arm strength. Yeah. And this is tug of war. Yeah. I can't. I, there's no way he can win. Yeah. Josh is huge. Josh is a big guy. Well, we don't know that he's that he's uh, p- picking Josh yet. Oh yeah, good point. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oopsies. Well, we might as well cut to it. So we get to the um, we get to the votes, and the Americans are voting. And uh, so uh, Ninja says Josh. Ninja says Josh. Zach says he's going to go against it, and he's going to throw his uh, vote at Pauly, the Keebler Elf. He with calls the Keebler him. Elf, Pauly. Now the, uh, he must. Zach must be getting at his. Uh, you know, he must be getting pissed at this point yeah right because he's calling him the Keebler elf he's taking a a, a a cheap shot it seems like he's been riding the fence for a while it seems these past two episodes he's been a little bit more vocal on how pissed off uh, his his plight in this game is so i mean i'm, I'm assuming that's what that is uh, maybe that'll come back to bite him t- next week who knows but then our third vote uh that, ashley. Com- that from ashley goes to josh. josh so josh is going in he's floored yeah, what? Josh cannot Me? believe that he is picked. So he goes down there. Josh doesn't realize the massive advantage. Has no he has. idea that he has an advantage. It's wild. You're the best man win. Um, and then like he's he's huge. Like I mean, in a normal if 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 um Jordan had both uses of both of his hands. He would ha- be at a huge advantage. Josh would be at a huge. Josh advantage would still because be at a huge. Because he is huge. Advantage. He looks like he's like six foot five, like two hundred and eighty pounds, like a big guy. Uh, Jordan looks like a, a smaller dude. Um, he's just not as big as Josh. And, and it's tug of war. Muscle. Now it is tug of war on like a podium. Uh, so yeah, you're on a platform. You're on you a platform. Can't fall off the platform. And so there is some balance there. So there is a way that this could maybe go a different way. But honestly, it's like wild. Like you're just gonna yank this fucking guy off the uh, off the platform. So Josh, the, yeah. I I just I was so pissed when I saw this. Because I was like, this elimination is not going to be fun to watch. I do not want to watch someone who has a clear disability lose because the game is set against them. You know, it it, it seemed insane to me. And then I watched the best elimination I have ever seen. Yeah, I guess this was the biggest. I would say this is one of the best wins ever, right? A hundred percent. So... Jordan wins. Um, spoiler alert. So, uh, and he does it 3-0. You got to get three. You got to get three, which is also Crazy. fucked up. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's so then. Not two out of three? Come on. Well, it doesn't matter. Josh doesn't get one. So what basically Jordan does is he he kind of is playing the game of pulling it a little and then letting it go, kind of playing the balance game and getting... Jordan studies Josh's every move. Josh does not realize that Jordan is watching his ticks like he is playing cards with him, okay? He is doing... He is playing poker with Josh, and he's looking to see what ticks Josh has when he is about to put down a lot of money or about to fold. And what Josh is doing is every time before he makes a big pull, he changes his hands. He changes the positions of his hands. And so right after he changes the positions of his hands, Jordan gets ready to let go of the rope. So Josh pulls himself off the platform. So three times Josh pulls himself off the platform. 
One, two, three. Jordan knows how to release. Jordan Jordan is 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 manipulating the rope. And then for the last one, Jordan. Second to last, he goes on his foot. Is that what you're talking Uh, about? That wasn't the last one? I'm pretty sure that was the second to last. Uh. And then I think the third one, Josh was just like frazzled. But yeah, the second to last. Yeah, he makes it look like he is. uh, Jordan makes it look like he's like off balance by going on a one foot and then baiting Josh into tugging really hard just so. When he tugs really hard, Jordan can let go of that rope and knock him out. I mean, it was it was wild. It was great. It made me a, a big... You know, I'm back and forth. Every other episode, I'm a Jordan fan. Jordan yeah. annoys me. I'm back in on Jordan, obviously. That was this insane. Was a, 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 you know, this is one of those... Uh, it was fun to watch uh, live while we were watching it last night because it was... Uh, you're seeing uh, challenge history. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, in the future, uh, you know, um, hopefully this show's on forever and ever. But in the future, you're going to be seeing that win um, in a collage of of other incredible Montage. wins. You know, it'll be right after you know CT puts Johnny on like a backpack and walks him. And they I throw, cannot you know, it's, believe Jordan won this through his wits alone. And now you know online, we're now start. You know, the fans are starting to talk better. Best, uh, you know, who has the best um, elimination victory? You know what I mean? Well, and, it's Wes, 8 0, I think. Well, yeah, 8 0, but like, I'm talking about like overcoming odds. Yeah. Is this the best one of all time? There are some women's victories early in this show. Uh, with some challengers that are not around anymore that were pretty incredible, too, as far as odds go. So I guess you'd have to really take a look. But, man, I mean, this this is pretty fresh, and I can't imagine a bigger handicap and also a, a more clean win than this. I mean, this and this is after he took out Theo. Another thing that involves your hands, by the way, folks, when he's um, hammering those uh, nails into into those lights a couple of episodes ago, that's a yeah okay maybe he does construction in his own time, but the man has to swing a hammer you with best one believe hand. Two hands help when yes, you got a hand. And, you're doing a sledgehammer. So I mean, this is I a could not believe wild, this yeah. elimination. I could not. I want to watch it again. I was so blown away that he was able to outsmart Josh in a, an elimination that was ninety nine percent physical. Jordan saw. The only chance he had, which was to outsmart him, and he used that and he played it to his advantage. I mean, it's just, oh, it was crisp. It was beautiful. It was professional. Even after it's over, TJ was like, damn, I don't really usually say this. Well, he sent Josh away. So he's like, Josh, that was great, man. Great, great job, even though it was not. He's like, I'll see you in the future. And Josh waves and he runs away. And then, like, he, you see, like, TJ, like, look over his shoulder to see, like, Josh, like, turn the corner. And he's like, I don't normally say this, but that was fucking awesome. Yeah, man. man you you smoked him. That was crazy. <laughs> great job. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, it was, uh, it, it brought, you know, this was a great competitive episode of the show. And then, you know, and, and once again, you, you, you want to hate Polly big time. But, I mean, Polly at least says the right things in, in competition. Polly is a good sport. Yes. You know who's not a good sport? His girlfriend. You should see her face after Jordan wins. I mean, yeah. the look on Kara's face and and Ashley and Cam and Ninja. Those four those four gals got not good. They got stinky faces on them. They yeah. look like they smelled something bad when Jordan wins. 
Uh, but Paulie, his interview was like, wow. I mean, I, I gotta admit it, man. He's that was incredible, and it just made it made me go. I gotta get in there with this kid. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get in there with him. So, who knows? Maybe it'll come down to a Polly and uh, and uh, Jordan and situation. Jordan. God, I cannot believe how good that was. Um, yes, and that was a very good episode of the challenge, yeah, folks. And that was really a very was. good recap of the episode of the challenge, if I do say so myself. One of the best recaps of all time. So, if you haven't done it yet, make sure that you rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow us on Instagram at Reality Blows Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Reality Blows Pod. You can email us some suggestions for television shows to watch, or a love letter, or your picture of your cat. Uh, by emailing us at realityblowspod at gmail.com. Is it at realityblowspod at gmail.com or it's realityblowspodcast at gmail.com? So I had to check with my uh, wonderful fiance, Ashley. We know we got engaged a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Check out the episode where we talk about it. On Mondays, we drop regular episodes. So uh, this week, um, uh, a couple days ago, we did our season four uh, review and discussion with the wonderful comedian Julia Johns of uh, Southern Charm, season four. Um, and, you know, we've been uh, plowing through those as fun episodes to drop every few weeks. And uh, we have one, two, and three up, and now we have season four up. And uh, who knows uh, what we're going to be talking about next Monday. But just make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you're listening to us. And make sure that you always... Nick, this is going what? on too long. What are you talking about? You were <laughs> you, gone. You just black out and you're what like... What in the world? It's just... You, I, I, no one's listening at this point. Mm, okay. okay. Well, happy birthday to me. Goodbye. Bye.